is love There is a love holding us There is a love holding all that we love There is a love holding all we rest in this love we rest in this love in religious community we share our joys and our triumphs our sorrows and our broken places in this circle of care, we make space for the complexity of life, the myriad of experiences that bless and break our hearts. The truth of human experience dictates that on any given day, each of us come to the table with hearts in different places. It is especially so on this day, invented to honor the women who nurture. In this circle of care, We honor the truth that mothering is not and never will be quantified in one single descriptor. Mothering can be elusive or infuriating, fulfilling or confusing, commonplace or triumphant. It exists in the everyday experiences of each person. There is no human being that is not connected to or disconnected from a mother. And so we honor the complexity of experience writ large and flowered platitudes, but here in this space laid bare, honoring the truth in each of our hearts. There is room for all in this circle. If you have carried a child or children, whether or not they came to be born, we see you. If you have wished to do so and circumstances of fate made it impossible, we see you. If you love, Children we cannot see, whether because of death or estrangement, we see you. You've never wanted to be another, a mother, we see you. If you are happy to mother other people's children as an educator, an auntie, or a foster parent, we see you. And if your mother hurt you physically or emotionally, we see you. If you have no mother at all, we see you. If your mother is or was your best friend, we see you. If your gender says you are not a mother and yet you take on the role of nurturer, we see you. If you wonder whether your mothering has been enough, we see you. And if yours is a different truth altogether, we honor your unspoken story. There is room for all in this circle. May it be so today and always. Please join Reverend Nancy in prayer. I invite you to take a few deep breaths in and out. Close your eyes and join in the sacred moment of reflecting. We reflect in Thanksgiving this day for all those whose lives have nurtured ours the life-giving ones 
who heal with their presence, who listen in sympathy, who give wise advice, but only when asked for. We are grateful for all those who have mothered us, who have held us gently in times of sorrow, who have celebrated with us our triumphs, no matter how small those might be, who noticed when we changed and grew, who praised us for taking risk, who took genuine pride in our success, and who expressed genuine compassion when we did not succeed. On this day that honors mothers, let us honor all mothers, men and women alike, who from somewhere in their being have freely and wholeheartedly given life and sustenance and vision to us. Dear God, mother, father of us all, grant us life living ways, strength for birthing and a nurturing spirit, that we may take attentive care of our world, our communities, and those precious beings entrusted to us by biology, by destiny, by friendship, fellowship, or fate. Give us the heart of a mother today. Amen. So some of you may have heard of Julia Ward Howe. She was very famous in her times. She was uh, known as a lecturer, a writer, a poet, and a social activist. These days we know her most commonly as the one who wrote the Battle Hymn of the Republic, um, which as you know is the glory, glory, hallelujah song that so many of us are familiar with. Um, she became a Unitarian when she was in her 20s. And one of the things that she did that was the, um, I know her most for was that she wrote the Mother's Day Proclamation, which is what got Mother's Day known in this country. She got her interest in Mother's Day when she during the Civil War. Um, she was part of the U.S. Sanitary Commission, of all things, which was also very famous because it was run by, for us, because it was run by another Unitarian whose name was Henry Whitney uh, Bellows. So in case you don't know this, most people in the Civil War died not from um, gunshot wounds or during battle. Most of the deaths occurred either in their own camps or in prison war camps due to the poor sanitation and to the lack of necessary supplies to take care of the um, soldiers out, out in the fields. The U.S. Sanitary Commission saved more lives than almost any other effort ever made during the war by providing simple things like blankets and tents and clothing to many of the soldiers who had none of those things. And they went into the camps and they set up sanitary systems um, and taught hygiene to a lot of the people, both in the um, camps and into the prisoner of war um, settings where uh, prisoners were being held. One of the people who was also key in doing that was a woman by the name of um, Ann Jarvis. Now, Ann Jarvis lived in the Appalachians, uh, Appalachians, and she was the mother of 13 children. She was not an educated person, but her first two children died before the age of three years old 
And so she set out to try and find out what was going on about why her children were dying. So she learned by reading and talking to people and nagging. Apparently she was quite a pest uh, and known to that to the public health department. Um, she found out that a lot of the problems going on in her community that were causing the uh, problems was due to hygiene and bad uh, unsanitary cooking practices. So she, in her community, created a day that was called Mother's Work Day. And this was in 1858, before the Civil War even started. And this was one day a year where she would take women and they would, she would teach them how to cook in ways that were safe for families. And they would, she would teach them simple hygiene. Then the Civil War came. The Civil War raged right through the neighborhood that she was at. And she became aware of the fact that this was when so many of the soldiers were dying. So she created another day, which was called Mother's Friendship Day. And what she did during this time is she got, got women in the neighborhood to go to both the um, Union and the Confederate camps, despite who was on which side. And the women would go into the camps and they would start teaching hygiene and they would take care of the wounded on both sides. Her theory being that all mother's children need to be taken care of and loved. So it was Ann Jarvis who then met Julia Ward Howe, and that is how Julia Ward Howe got the, other day, the idea of studying a Mother's Day. It was from the work that Ann Jarvis had been doing um, in the Civil War with the U.S. Sanitary Corporate Commission that, um, Julia Ward Howe was also involved with. So out of this came the Mother's Day Proclamation that um, Howe introduced to the Senate to create a national Mother's Day. So Mother's Day did not start off as a day of sentimental thinking about why mothers are wonderful and why we love them. It was not a hallmark holiday at the time. There were no flowers being given. There were no cards being given to people. Mothers weren't being woken up to breakfast in bed or cups of coffee. It was really an anti-war movement. It was a recognition that no mother wants any of their children harmed or to be killed, whether it's by bayonets and bullets or simply dying of the cold in the war camps that were created. The, Woman's, the Mother's Day Proclamation was both an anti-war writing and it was a statement of equality for all people of all races, genders, calling them to equal and fair treatment because all children are loved. So Mother's Day was this recognition that the of the agony that all mothers go through when something happens to their children. And it's the recognition that mothers, yes, they raise their children while balancing so many other factors in their lives. They balance the finances of the family. They balance the connection with the religious communities. They balance taking care of their children, educating their children. But it's also that new recognition that this is not just something that mothers do. This is something that parents do. It's not confined to just mothers. And it's very interesting to me that this has become such a gendered thing, as though there is something that is inherently 
uh, or instinctive in woman. I don't know why it's become so gendered. Maybe it's because of a stoicism that has been long existing in our country about men. And maybe it's a sense of false patriotism about that if you are, um, you can't be anti-war and um, be part of this country. We've heard that sentiment comes and comes and goes. So really, this is uh, what I would like to do is I would like to recognize that all genders, all genders can be mothers. All of us can be nurturers. And I would like to rename this Nurturers Day, but I don't think that I'm going to actually have a whole lot of clout in the Senate as I'm proposing this. But I would just like to put this out there for everybody. We have come to a new time in our place in history where we recognize that gender is not a binary. It's not two ends of a spectrum, but it's a whole continuous spectrum with people falling in all areas of that spectrum that can offer different types of nurturing, different kinds of caring, different kinds of love. And that nurturing is free to all of us. It is not just uh, confined to the woman here, to the woman who have given birth. And it is not just confined to those of us who have raised children. To me, what this is about is that all of us recognize that commitment to take care of all children, that we want all our children. I, one of the most important things that ever happened in my life was raising my children. I never imagined the change that would come over me, but that love that I felt for my children, that instinctive desire to protect them and make sure that they had the best that they could have, and it created an, a compelling collateral desire to take care of your children, that each of us take care of other people's children because suddenly when I had my children, I was so aware, not only of the love that I held, it made me also aware of the love that you held for those that we bring into the world and that we carry and nurture and give our all to raising. Mother's Day is not just about me being a mother, it's about the love that we hold for the children and the desire to protect them and keep harm from happening to my neighbor's children, to my friend's children, to all of our children. So I would like to end this by just saying, Happy Mother's Day, not to all of you who have just given birth, but to all of us who have nurtured in a generation of children who we love and hold and honor. Happy Mother's Day to all nurturers, amen.